What up, real up, real up, listeners? Keith Valley coming to you guys again with another segment. Right now I'm in the loft. I just thought about a little, a little something somebody said today. They made a statement, like they said, kid competition birds. Like kid competition birds are not Birmingham Rollers. I mean, I don't even know what's meant by that. I don't even know how to take that, but. But, fellas, first thing I understand is that kid competition birds are Birmingham rollers that are selected for kid competition. That's it. And some guys, I hear guys come out, all these deep 50 to 100 foot birds. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen a few, but I've never seen a kit of 100 footers that broke at the same time and then went back up there and did it again. I ain't seen it and, and nobody showed it to me. I seen birds with 50 foot birds in it. Maybe an occasional 100 foot bird. One out of every 30 or 40 that can handle it and be with the kit and roll 100 feet. They come low, roll 20 feet. I've I seen it maybe once or twice in my entire life of flying pigeons. But eventually those, one of those then crashed and it's no longer and there's no more. So when dudes say that kind of stuff, man, I'm like, yeah, okay. And they say a kid of them, yeah, okay. Okay, I'm not saying it's, it's, um, it's not possible, but it's highly unlikely. Let's put it that way. And everybody who talk that can't never show it to you. They can talk it, they can't show it to you. Um, so, with that being said, we, we, we want to breed have birds 30, 40 feet in our kits. But but anybody who's flown a, a good, a really, good, really, really good kit, it takes time to build those kind of kits. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. It takes time. Those kits are just not made in one year. It takes a few years to get birds in order to handle that. Oh. I myself, I'm not trying to breed birds like that. If you do it, more power to you. I'm not knocking you. I'm not even tr- trying to do it. But they, they make us. It's not the point that they say you can do it. It's the point they say you can do it, and they try to say what everybody else is doing don't count. But these people you never see flying no kind of competition. But they say they're backyard flyer. Okay, won't you invite everybody up there so we can come see them then? You know what I'm saying? So it's hard enough for us to breed. 15, 20 foot bird, 20, 30 foot bird to bring the kit that can break together over and over and over. That's hard enough. Actually, now you try to say you got birds 52 or 5,200 feet. So shortest bird is 50, deepest bird is 100 feet. Okay, and they break, they going on breaks. Yeah, okay. Okay. I ain't saying it can happen, but show it. Let me see. We're going to make a special trip to come see those birds. See that, that kit. So, the Birmingham Rollers. They're so underrated in some aspects. Like, we don't get no love. Part of the reason why I'm getting love is because some of our standards are kind of low. I understand that too. But some of our standards are, are just high as can be or as um, high as they ever been. Um, we know the Hawks and Falcons are here, but now we got to look at that like bad weather now. We know. So we just got to try to push past that. You know what I'm saying? And build our lives and help us fight that when the time comes. When and if the time comes. So every every day I come back a lot. I come back a lot. I'm looking at birds, studying birds, studying birds, looking at birds, looking at their fly. 
their fly, you know, just thinking back to their fly history or the, what the stuff they're producing. I'm trying to figure out which birds I can, can possibly be here that I can put together to make the birds even better. I don't mean better as far as faster. I mean, there's only so fast they can go, okay? I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not trying to breed 2.0 speed quality pigeons. I mean, as a kid, I'm not trying to do that. I'm going to be honest with you. If I get them, fine. I'm trying to bring them between the, as far as quality, 1.7. Between 6 and 8, consistently. I'll take that occasional 2.0. I'm not trying to be the kid of 2.0s. If it get there, it get there. But that's not my goal right now. My goal right now is get these birds to break in numbers. I'm trying to give them that 10 plus range consistently. That's what I'm more concentrating on right now. That's what I need. I mean, if I'm gonna get seven, eight minutes of flying time before the falcon hit, I need 10, 12 braces, 10 plus. You feel me? That that's that's my way of looking looking at that right now. And if the falcon come in the first few minutes, get a bird and go, I need that kit to regroup and get back giving those 10 plus bird breaks. That, that's what I'm shooting for. That right there. I'm not shooting for no hundred footers. I'll take anything between 15 and 30 feet as long as they're breaking together. I can take that. I can live with that. Um, the goal here is go 20 to 40, but I'll take 15 to 30 if they're breaking together. I'll take that all day. If they give me 10 plus birds per break, so if they give me 10 plus birds per break, often, every now and then, I'm going to get them 15 and 19 bird breaks. Occasionally, I might give me a 20 bird. That's what I'm shooting toward. I'm shooting toward that. I'm shooting toward trying to get a few full turns in the fly. I'm shooting toward that. That's what I'm gearing my birds to do. That. I'm not trying to have the fast, the fastest bird ever. Yeah, that's fine too. But I'm flying kick competition. Nick, nigga, the fastest bird <coughs> contest. Not, not, not like a group, like, like the individual fly level bird. That's not the fastest bird contest. That's a competition for best quality bird. Come on, the fastest bird. They can tell you which bird was the fastest. And they give me this award for that as a competition for that. Then I will work by having the fastest bird. Until then, the way I'm doing it is the way I'm going to do it. I need to be back in the day. My turn was get as many breaks as possible in 20 minutes. Now I need to get the biggest breaks possible in 20 minutes as often as possible. I need that now. I need them 10. Like I said before, I need I need 10 to 12, 13 bird breaks. Like everybody else get five and six bird breaks. I need that. That's what I'm shooting for. That's my goals with, with my pigeons right there. So, look at it like this. Okay, the average kick fly up is between seven to eight minutes before I get hit by a falcon on average. We're not talking about how early, on average, right? So, if that's seven, eight minutes, you get five breaks, that's 10 or more, that's 100 points. Raw. Plus quality and depth. If you get that, that's 200 points plus raw. I'm 200 points total. In that, in that few seven to eight minutes. See, see where I'm going? See what I'm thinking? I'm saying, the, the last few flies I had in California was Los Angeles. What were the winners for? The winner, winner was under 200 points. See what I'm saying? <coughs> so if you can get in seven, eight minutes, five or six breaks, 10 or more, plus good quality dip, you already beat that in seven to eight minutes. You see what I'm saying? See what I'm thinking? Think like that. 
think like that. That commitment, that quality spend, that's seven to eight minutes they give it to you. You got, say, seven to eight minutes. Um, if you go one, 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 one minute every once a minute, you got, that's 10, that's 20 birds, that's 20 points for every break. Minimum. So you might get 10, 11, 12, you never know what you might get, but you got 10. So that's 20. So you get five of those, that's 100 points, fellas. Five tens equals 100 points. That's 100 points raw. That's never including quality and depth. You see? Open you up a trying you got open up the mind to see what you guys can really get if you concentrate on the right things. That's what I'm trying to get. That's what I'm, I want you guys to think about. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking on going there. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter what and nobody else say about your birds. It don't matter what they say about I don't care. I mean, it don't matter. Because I know when the time comes, you're gonna have to, they're gonna have to face them sooner or later. And the thing is, what they're gonna do when you have to face them. See, it's, it's a thing I tell you guys be ready for. You always got to be ready for that what if. Be ready for that. Prepare for the what if. Don't say, oh, well, he ain't doing nothing lately. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so I can just go and get a buy with 130 points. BS. What if that man, that person, those persons come out and say, boom, here we are. 500, 300, 350. Now what do you do? I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep reiterate, reiterating this over and over. What do you do then? When your whole thing for fine competition was hoping that the next man do bad. Or hoping he not where he was. But now he's showing that he is. Now what do you do though? See now, I know it's, it's quiet right now. Dude's brain saying they still think I ain't waiting to see you, that's the problem. You play against Kobe Bryant, the last few games, he scored 19, 20 points. Oh, he off. Kobe been off. Yeah, we might be doing No, now he hit you with 50. Now what do you do? That's the problem. Most guys out here judge people by their worst, not their best. When their best come along, they, they lost. They already lost. They have no get back. They can't do nothing. Stop following this, the norm, guys. Think way above that. Stop following this norm that's coming out now that's accepting the, the, the low the low end of the bar. Stop accepting that. Be prepared in case they come out and give you their best. Now you got to give your best. If, if you prepare for their worst, you can't handle their best. Period. If you prepare to beat their worst, you cannot handle their best. Period. That's why we sold down right now in competition. Yeah, we know the Hawks and, Hawks and Falcons, but I just told you how to think to get past some of that. The Falcon come chase the birds. You got you had, but you had nine, ten minutes to fly before the Falcon came. You feel me? Nine, ten minutes. Let's go and rack up at least um, one break a minute, at least. With try to get some tens and fifteens in that in there. You will be all right if if, if, if you do come in ten minutes. Trust me. But if you get fives. Five, six, six, five, six, seven. You know what I'm saying? Add those up. Time quality dip. You probably, you only gonna reach a hundred. Now if you get 10, 9, 12, 14, 11, 8, add that up. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you guys gotta look at. That. 
That's where the points come in at. That. That's what you guys got to look at. And that's what I'm trying to get you guys to see. You know what I'm saying? And the cold thing about it is, the families that are out there right now, that everybody going after. Most of those families were not built to do that right now. They, I mean, they take that back. They were built to do that. But people didn't continue to cultivate toward those goals and those ideals. They did not. They thought that just by having the birds by name or a band number and pedigree that that was going to automatically happen. They didn't try to conserve what these dudes bred for in the past. Then, I'm, I'm, I didn't try to preserve. My, my, my bad. I said conserve. Preserve. Cultivation and preservation of the Birmingham roller is what, what we should have been thinking about. But they weren't thinking about that. They were thinking about Automatic happening because you got this person bird. Automatic happening because you got this with this band of birds. Automatic happening because these birds pedigrees say this. Take nope, that's not how it works. You gotta constantly select for those traits. Constantly. Always. Your loft should be in a constant state of upgrade. And that don't mean going out and buying birds. I mean, constantly selecting the best birds possible to keep it, everything going forward. That's what that means. The cultivation and preservation of the Birmingham Road. So we're trying to preserve and cultivate to do better. To do better can be only just me being high. Instead of you having six pair, that's, that's real good. You got eight pair. Or if you say if you got eight pair, now you got 12 pair. That's how you move forward. It's not about, oh, I got this bird. I got two birds. Give me 2.0. No, no. You got 10, you got five pair. Okay, you got five pair in 2019. Okay, two, at the end of 2020, you want to have seven pair. That's really good. At the end of 2021, you need to have 10 pair. That's really good. So I'm saying, that's how we got to think, gentlemen. I've always thought this way. It's when I stop thinking that way. It's when I, when I, when I stop and I start going backwards. In 2016, I started thinking back on those terms. That's when I started. In 2016. So I had to literally fly birds every year. At the end of the year, I had to try to try pulling some of the ones out. They're doing start catching some of these other birds. That's what I've been doing. I want to think about kid competition. I was rebuilding. 2017 flew some birds. Seen some really good birds. Pulled some in. 2018 went through a family crisis. I didn't fly no pigeons, so I had to have people fly them for me and go look at them. And I said, yeah, no, yeah, these good, they're no, that's an A. Yeah, and that's what I had to say. In 2019, I decided to go get all the work I put out and bring it back. In 2020, I flew them, so I seen them again. I said, okay, I'm gonna head in the right direction. So that's what that's what I've been doing. Competition next year. Competition is like the, in 2020 when I fly competition. 
am I, I'm always trying to compete. It's, it's flying so I, I can gauge to see how these birds respond to me getting them ready for a competition. I need to know how they respond, how they click. I need to know that so I can start putting them in competition to, so I can get, so I can test and gauge them. Do I expect, do I expect to win? I have no idea what's gonna happen. I wanna know what's gonna happen, but in 2021, it'd be, in 2022, it'd be a different game. I know for a fact. But you guys see what I'm trying to get you guys to think? I'm trying to get you guys to go. And, and don't go buy birds for, for stuff that's not going to take you where you need to go. It's people, it's people right now in the hobby that go get birds because they different from everybody else's. What? Different don't mean better. It just means that. Just different. People say, why, why you stop using these birds? They, they can give me what I really wanted to do, go for, go where I need to go. I mean, I, I got this part. They gave me this, and I'll take that. I'll take that, what they gave me, and I'll leave that there, and I'll get, get those I need from somewhere else. Some other maintenance I got to do. Moving birds around the loft for different reasons. If, if you come to the loft, my loft, where's that? Me and my cousin loft. You come look at our birds. We have a well-balanced, as, as far as color, it's well-balanced. Checkers, red checkers, blacks, whites, grizzles, pepperheads, red pepperheads, a spangle here and there, dark check, tortoises, duns, dun grizzles. We have no what they call true duns, as these people get specific now, specific dilute duns, which don't make the birds roll no better or worse because you got the term right with that's why I can, this dude put a big emphasis on you guys don't know what a done is. Who gives a? It don't freaking matter. We talking about performance. Now you guys talking about color. What? Who cares? Ash red done. That's not a done. That's ash red. Okay, it's a done ash red. Do the motherfucker roll. Excuse me, do a roll. Do a spin correctly. Do a go on the brakes. Is that's all? That's what I'm talking about. Because you know that do it make your birds better. No, because you don't know it, don't make them worse. No, it don't. So why you guys put an emphasis on that? Because that's the only thing some people have to offer. Now, there are some guys that talk that and they can make a good bird, but some guys just talking because they're repeating what somebody else said to make something smarter than the next man. Okay, you learn some today. Let me give you a, a let me give you a C plus. Okay, you go sit back in the back of the class. Keep learning. So once you understand your birds. What's in your loft and which every bird what every bird represent? What happens when you get certain colors off certain pairs? Sometimes it, it, it's it, it's important to know. Sometimes I get certain colors off my birds, I can pretty much tell you how they how, how they gonna act or what they are gonna be like. Some, some pairs, not all the pairs, some of them. <coughs> so once you know that, you can breed accordingly. Dudes don't know the difference. They don't want no difference. They ain't trying no difference. They just want to fly some good pigeons. There was a time I didn't like muff pigeons. But there was a time I loved muff pigeons. Take that back. Now, now I used to deal with Rayvon and um, Kevin Adams of um, Inglewood. Loud 12, 20 birds. <clears throat> I used to love muff then. I shied away from them because I, I saw people start again going back to stuff people were doing in the 70s. Breeding just four muffs. And any muffer do. So it kind of turned me off a little bit. You know, 
They need to be, I just want to breed better rollers. That's all. So, I got birds right now that pop up with little feathers here and there. But not really muff muff, but here and there. And I just keep them, keep them, just keep them, just fly them. If they're good enough, they can come to the law, but they gotta be good enough. Um, so, and I did the almond project. Came out pretty good. I could have kept going with them, but I want to concentrate on the hardcore roller part. I need the birds to give it up. <clears throat> That's what I'm breeding for. I need that. So I went to a guy in the house and I watched birds fly. And I noticed that overall, when I went around, the birds was no better than the birds. I was the best birds I've seen here. But I seen some birds that out that was equal to the birds I seen here and was bred for just performance. So when I, when I say I like the pigeon, the guy acted that I wanted, I took the bird. No harm, no harm, no foul. I don't think it's gonna hurt the family at all. They have the same traits. A little different, little different body structure. Excuse me, body structure, but still the same traits as far as performance. Which is what it come down to in the long run, anyway. I'm just saying. So I knew that, understand that, and I kept. Not, not burning the bird in. I'm, I'm ready yet, but it's here. So, with all that being said, gentlemen and ladies, look for. If you're in competition, try to compete. How you try to compete is selecting birds on your own merit, right? So every bird should be should be selected on his his or, or her own merit, except for birds that are pulled in because of parents or age. There's no way you can make no more, and you try to need one to see if it can produce, but it got to be on his own merit. You know what I'm saying? Take a parent's consideration of parents, but on his own merit. Do you think he can do it? Whether he was flown or unflown. Just because a bird was flown don't mean it's gonna produce. Just because a bird wasn't flown don't mean it can't produce. It's on the contrary, it, it, it most likely if it's out of good stock, it's gonna reproduce to some degree anyway, no matter if it was flown or not. And we gotta start learning how to recognize those birds. <clears throat> so I put myself in a position. You know what? I'm gonna end this. I'm gonna start over. I'm gonna start another one. I'm gonna get off this one. I'm gonna sign off this. One. I'm gonna come right back with another with another segment. So well, I'm gonna leave you with this. What you wanna do is breed for performance. So when doing that, we are gonna select, we are gonna breed, we are gonna fly, and we are gonna repeat. Keep nothing out.